Why would God create a body that can't even function for seven days in the month, and then make her do it anyway? Her little daughter started to fuss in the other bedroom, so Maggie squared her shoulders, put on a smile, and tried to look happy when she peekabooed into the room. Annie saw her mama, stopped crying, hiccuped, and then laughed at Maggie, who was making a silly face at her. She pulled herself up in the crib her daddy had built for her and held out her chubby arms, which were swathed in layers of thick flannel. In spite of herself, Maggie laughed when she walked over to her little girl and picked her up. Annie looked like a roly-poly muffin, swaddled up as she was. How's Mama's best baby this morning? Mama's bae, Annie confirmed, and hugged her mother tightly around the neck. I love you so much, I just can hardly stand it, baby girl. And we're going to be all right. You just see if we aren't. Maggie knew she was trying to make herself feel better with those words. The kitchen was warmer than the bedroom, so Maggie carried Annie in there and laid her down on the table to change her diaper. Annie's sweet little face looked wet and round and miserable. So did her sweet little bottom. Annie was just fifteen months old. Maggie wiped the tears off of her baby's cheeks, kissed her soundly, changed her diapers, rubbed her chafed behind with glycerin, tickled her tummy, and bundled her up again. I miss your papa, Annie, honey. He loved you so much, and now you'll never even know him. Maggie shook her head sadly as she settled Annie into the lovely high chair that Kenny had built and lowered the wooden tray that he had fashioned on hinges so that the baby wouldn't fall out and hurt herself. It didn't look as though the water would ever boil. Maggie and her daughter sang a little back-and-forth tune while she poured herself a cup of not-quite-hot coffee. Then she swallowed it with a shudder. Sometimes coffee would ease the pain of these god-awful headaches. She was startled when she heard a loud, thumping bang on the kitchen door. Mercy sakes, what's that, Annie? Annie offered her mama a toothless smile, and Maggie grinned back. Ozzie? she called. Nobody answered. The thumping bang came again. This time it was followed by an odd, straggling scrape, as of wood sliding against wood. Maggie planted a quick kiss on her daughter's curly hair and headed to the door. Somebody had told her about zombies once. Whoever it was said that zombies were the undead, and that's pretty much what Maggie felt like when she trod miserably over to the kitchen door and opened it up. She expected to find Ozzy, drunk, propped against it with a stupid grin on his face, and she was prepared to lecture him soundly. Ozzy Plum was her hired man, and if a more useless individual than Ozzy existed on this earth, Maggie had yet to meet him. She'd fire him and hire somebody else, but she didn't quite know how to go about it. Anyway, there wasn't anybody else in this neck of the world to hire, and even if there was, who'd work for a woman? except another bum like Ozzy. Oh, sweet Jesus, Maggie breathed at the sight that greeted her eyes. A big roan horse stood there. It seemed to loom from out of the misty dawn, and it was peering at her with solemn brown eyes. Astride the horse was a man unknown to Maggie. The stranger had apparently reached out to bang at her door with the stock of the rifle, which now dangled hopelessly from his fingers. The rifle slipped out of his slack grip 
as Maggie stared at him and made a dull crackling sound as it hit the frozen dirt. Blood dripped from the fingers that had held the gun. Blood soaked the stranger's long duster and trouser leg as well. It had begun to congeal in the icy February dawn, and Maggie saw the glint of ice crystals where blood had dripped down to the stranger's boot and dribbled over the side. I'm awfully sorry, ma'am, the man breathed through white lips. He was drooping at an odd angle in his saddle. As Maggie watched in horror, the stranger's eyes slid shut. He slumped over his horse's neck as he passed out, and would have fallen onto the frozen earth, but his duster caught on the saddle horn, and he couldn't. Oh, sweet Jesus, Maggie murmured again.